0: welcome into the friday july 29th edition of the locked on lease podcast i'm mike de with dave morisuti and today we're going to continue yesterday's cosign no sign festivities and today we get into a pretty heated debate about athletes getting statues in the sports world. It's uh, it's an interesting interesting topic and debate that was sparked a couple of days ago on Overdrive. We brought it back onto the podcast here on Locked on Leafs. It should be, uh, it, I think it's a little entertaining. We are on opposite ends of the spectrum. We try to tell each other the points. Should be interesting. Also talked a little bit about uh, P.K. Subban and and uh, also got into the whole Johnny Tay's Patrick Kane situation as well. So all that and more on today's edition of Locked on Leafs.
1: Your Locked on Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. Give me another one. All right. My next one here is not Leafs related. I'm saving my juicy one to the end. Although I or you might just snipe it for me. We'll see. Um, But this is more of a general NHL, one, but it is Canadian hockey related. Pierre-Luc Dubois will eventually end up with the Montreal Canadiens. Cosign.
0: Definitely going to cosign that one. I mean, he basically all but said like, yeah, I'm. or his agent said, yeah, he wants to be in Montreal. So, I mean, this guy's going to be a free agent in two years. Good chance he ends up being a Montreal Canadian. They'll wait for that guy. Like, they're not going to blow all of their cap money next season. They'll wait for Pierre-Luc Dubois to hit the open market and be like, all right, what do you want? Let's get over here. Let's get this thing going. It'll be perfect timing because I think that'll be a good time when that team is starting to, to go back on the up and up after a couple of down years last year, ending up with the first overall pick. I still don't see them as a playoff team this year, so another bit of a rebuilding season where their young players will get a chance to to, to be young and, and to, to try and grow. Um, and then the year after, when they can go out and sign um, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, I could see that happening like two summers from now. So I, I'm going to say co-sign. He wants to be there. They would love to have a French Canadian, you know, pivot right down the middle that they can, you know, say is one of their top guys to market and build around. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna co-sign that one for sure.
1: I I want to throw you a bit of a fastball right down the middle. So
0: yeah, that one was sounds pretty easy there. All right, here's an interesting one. So I don't know if you had a chance to watch Overdrive today. There was a a big discussion, big discussion. Yeah. I also got involved on Twitter, and I heard from a lot of people on Twitter about this. In my opinion, David, there are no athletes who are worthy of a statue in the Toronto sports scene. Do you co-sign or no-sign that statement?
1: I'm going to no-sign. No-sign. You're talking about Toronto sports. I understand that we are... You, you look at guys that have statues around, like, okay, I know this is about the Dustin Brown conversation of him getting a statue in LA. It's
0: ridiculous. For those who don't know, Dustin Brown, who had a career high of 61, only had 60 points twice in his career, is getting a statue erected outside of crypto.com next to, like... Wayne Gretzky and 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 you know, Robitaille. Robitaille, Shaq is out Luke there probably. Jack, Magic yeah. Johnson, Kobe will be there one day, and then there's Dustin Brown. It's just ludicrous. Ludicrous. Well, uh,
1: here's the thing that that Dustin Brown has done that Gretzky and Robitaille haven't done.
0: Well, if, if he's want to come.
1: And yeah, he wants two cups. New.
0: That's right. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Go ahead.
1: That first one. Patty
0: Maroon put a Patty Maroon statue out in front of, of Amalie Arena. The guy's won two cups along with Braden Point. Like, I don't care that he's won two cups. I mean, there's multiple guys. Alec Martinez won two cups. Jeff Carter won two cups with that squad. There are so many team, so many players on that team that has two Stanley Cups who are probably better than him. Like my what you my thing now? You gotta put, are you gonna have to put Kopitar there? You gotta put Dowdy there, you gotta put Quick there. Like, now you gotta put all those guys who
1: are better than him on
0: this list or out statues out in front. That's
1: ludicrous to me. To me, it's like that was the most successful era of Kings hockey was that 2010s run that they had with those guys in franchise history, in my opinion. That, like, the I mean, the first got...
0: one they won in a weird year. It was half a lockout, and they beat the New Jersey freaking Devils, who shouldn't have even been there. And then, yeah, they had a nice run where they ended up beating um, who they end up beating the Rangers, uh, the, Rangers? the Rangers, right? So, like, it was a fluky run in the first one where I think they were actually eighth, if I'm not mistaken, and they just kind of ended I'm up the president
1: few winners. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and and they kind of steamrolled through, but it's like. They weren't a great team. That's the the funny part. You look at it, I was I was Derrick King was the sixth, sixth or seventh highest scoring player on that team that year. Derek King.
1: (laughs) I okay, so if we're gonna take I I think you know, I like back to Toronto. Toronto. Do you don't think that Joe Carter doesn't deserve a statue outside of Rogers Center?
0: Not a statue, no. You want to put a plaque up? Absolutely. Put a plaque up commemorating, you know, touch them all, the the, the home run, the, the walk up. Yeah, put a plaque up for sure commemorating those moments. But to me, like Joe Carter, look, Joe, Joe, you need to be not only the best for your franchise, but also have like league-wide moxie. Like you need to be one of the icons of the sport. In my opinion, in order to have a statue erected of you, uh,
1: in my opinion, but but this isn't a statue going to like the Hockey Hall of Fame. This is talking about Staples. Uh, well, there it's Crypto.com Arena in Toronto. We have statues at at Legends Row in front of Scotiabank Arena, and those are guys who had a profound impact on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like that—that's—that's I, that's, I think where it's a way to honor the players who had a vital contribution to the team. That's what
0: you have, like the level of excellence for. That's why that's why you retire somebody's jersey. To me, a statue like there should be like one statue of that of that player, and you better know that there's not going to be another guy quite like him because this—he's the best that will ever wear that jersey, ever. Like there's, that's, that's the level of player who I believe deserves a statue. Like my, I guess my limitations are too high, but there's like a handful of guys in the NHL right now who even should get statues. Like eventually will McDavid get one? If he continues this pace for another 10 years, he probably will get one. Crosby deserves one outside of those two, man. I don't know how many other guys, Ovechkin for sure, but I don't know how many other guys I would be handing out statues to in the NHL.
1: Well, here's the thing: other places have kind of set the the standard, right for for these things. Um, I'm just trying to think of other ones. Like, I I, I do get a let's say in like Napoli. I'm going to bring in a soccer example here because soccer, it's like there's legends. So, like in Napoli, Maradona would be the one to get a statue. Yeah, he, he deserves one. one. In Napoli, he would deserve one. I get that. You're going to
0: tell me that Joe Carter has the same moxie of Maradona.
1: No, he doesn't. But no, exactly. He, like who he did, has the most iconic moment. One of the most iconic moments in Toronto sports history.
0: Yeah, I would agree. But I still don't think it's worthy of a statue is all I'm saying. Like moments to me, just should, shouldn't be commemorated by a statue. It should be your pull. Like, the body of work as a player, your entire career is what gets you statue status. All
1: right, guys, we're going to continue the statue debate in a moment here, but before we do, I want to talk to you about our show sponsor. And that is built bar. If you haven't tried built bar puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious indulgent cookie dough. Covered in chocolate—that's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to their new favorite, a new favorite flavor of mine, which is cookie dough chunk puffs. They have a light, chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in one hundred percent real chocolate. I tried these the other day; they are fantastic. If you're a big fan of of cookie dough, cookie dough ice cream, this is the built bar for you. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It'll be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them all for yourself. Like all Built bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. Mmm, so good. And what's great about Bill's? is all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late-night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Dish the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built bar. And to entice you a little bit more, go to built.com. Use the promo code Locked fifteen to get fifty percent, fifteen percent off your order. So that's promo code Locked fifteen to get fifteen percent off at built.com. I, I just think that like Kawhi, was, uh, there's
0: a lot of people think Kawhi Leonard, like they should get a statue of Kawhi no. Leonard in the shot. It's just ludicrous to me. But to your point, one of the greatest moments in, in, in Toronto sports history.
1: The, of the shot? Went to win a championship. But it didn't win the championship. It got them to the third to the conference finals. Joe Carter hit a World Series winning home run. Yeah. Like that's, that's where, that's where I draw the line. Like you can't just yeah, be
0: Alec Martinez, Alec Martinez scored an overtime game winning goal to win a Stanley cup for LA. Should they also put out a, a little thing of Alec Martinez who also won two Stanley cups out there?
1: They might, but, th- but that's, that's for the team and the fan base to decide as an outsider. I can't, I can't fault on the Kings because the Kings can turn around and say, Kings fans can turn around and say, well, why do the Leafs have a bunch of a a legends row with guys like Wendell Clark, uh, Matt Sundin, who never won anything. No, I I agree. I don't think they should. The thing is, what's the difference between a plaque and a statue? (laughs) They're both commemorating something. massive difference. Like a statue is like, a big deal it's like right
0: out there in the open a plaque is like up against the wall
1: I, but like if you go to scotia arena it's not like the statues are like on a big pedestal and it's like but that's
0: thinking, what i'm referring to as a statue yeah. i mean if there's like some little little thing over here like i don't really care about that but I'm talking about like you walk and you see this thing you want to get pictures with this thing it's Bobby Orr when he scores his goal and that you know pose that Bobby Orr is making like that that type of statue that's what I'm referring to I don't think there is anybody in Toronto that deserves that type of statue
1: so I what I like best and maybe this goes towards your idea is what the Yankees do with Mon- I think it's called Monument Park where they have the list of they have plaques and they do have some statues, but it's mostly plaques with the guys' numbers that are retired. That would probably be what I would prefer to do. I, I would say if you're gonna do a stat I, I think you could make the case for certain guys to get statues in the city. I, I in my opinion, Joe Carter would be that guy because that World Series was huge for this city for the history of Toronto. I'm but really yeah, sure, I,
0: by the way. I'm going to show you the type of thing that I'm talking about here for those who are like listening, like this, I consider to be a statue, right? Like this is a statue, you know, like a standalone, like this is a moment, a statue of one of the greatest to ever play. And he played for our franchise and we want to commemorate him. Like that is what I'm referring to when I say that there's nobody in Toronto sports history who deserves that if you want to have like a legends row where you're just celebrating like some like a people in a, but, but a standalone statue, there's nobody who's been good enough that deserves that type of uh, that type of credit here in the Toronto sports scene. I, I, I think so. At least Like it's, you're trying to change my mind on it because I, I I'm pretty steadfast yeah. in, in, in my thing. And I'm not going to change your mind either. Probably. I mean, people have their own opinions and that's totally fine. But I just think, like, if we're getting to a point now where guys like Dustin Brown are getting statues, it's just ludicrous to me. Just insane.
1: Every team, every sport's different. Like, it, that's the thing, right? I I have no problem with honoring the past because you got to make people understand why it's important. Plaques, I think plaques are, are a bit of a more tasteful way. Cause you can at least have some text. like, okay, here's another one. I was, I played golf at Glen Abbey, famous Canadian golf course, home to probably one of the more iconic Tiger wood shots. Mm-hmm. Probably top five in his career. They have a plaque of the Tiger wood shot. Like, right. This- Cause plaques deserve moments, plaques or, or moments
0: deserve plaques, mm-hmm. right? Moments deserve plaques. But statues, to me, go to the icons with the full body of work.
1: Okay, but are we talking about icons? It, yeah, was- I'm talking, like,
0: literally, like, this guy, like, generational talents. Generational talents deserve these. Not, not like, you know, a guy like Timu Solani, who was the best player of the original Winnipeg Jets. Like, that, to me, is not a, a an NHL icon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. You, You got to be pretty darn special to uh, like special to get a statue made of yourself. Like Cristiano Ronaldo, that guy will get a a statue. Tom Brady will get a statue. Peyton Manning should get a statue. But like, there's not a lot of guys who deserve it in sports. Like eventually, I give it to Steph Curry. I'm not giving it to Draymond Green. I'm not giving it to Klay Thompson, but Steph Curry can get a statue. They were there for all the championships. They had just as much success, made all-star games, but only Steph Curry is the special player to me that deserves that type of recognition. You can retire their jerseys, put up a little plaque with those guys, but only Steph Curry gets the statue.
1: I would just be very curious to see what this Dustin Brown statue would look like. Cause your idea of a statue might be a very different idea of what, the, what the Kings are doing for I
0: dude, any, anything that has his mug on it. Like even a plaque is too much for me for Dustin Brown. I don't want to harp on that one, but like, that's, I don't like, know. Realistically like, that that's, I'm even trying to think of somebody who would even equate to that here in Toronto. Like, I don't know like
1: Dion or Phil Kessel, like it's the problem is it didn't win cups, but I don't. Yeah. But like, like Dustin Brown was an important part of that team. Like he might not have been the superstar. I had this conversation with someone else. He might not have been a superstar, but he was a vital part. He was the leader. He was the captain. Like you got to give the captain a little bit of credit there. Like he's not, he's not Derek King. Like we mentioned, no, he's not Derek
0: King, but he's also not Wayne Gretzky. Or Magic Johnson, the other guys who have statues outside of that building that he'll be right next to.
1: Well, he'll to be right next to so I'm sure they're gonna have him somewhere else. I don't know where exactly, but
0: no, I've been there. Like they're I'm pretty sure they're all like right out in front of
1: the I've stadium. never I've been, been
0: there. I've been there a couple times. It's they're like right at right out in front of the stadium within like there's like a like a big like Nokia Center. There's like a massive
1: little get. So that's thing. something that they've already established. Like they're not just having one statue. They have a bunch of statues. So they yeah, already think about it. It's legitimately
0: Wayne Gretzky, Luke Robitaille, Magic Johnson, Dustin Brown. One is not like the other. My friend, one is not like the other. Anyway.
1: Oh, but to the city of LA. Yes. So that's where I go on that. We've got right. enough talking on this one. Let's move on. All right. My final one. Maple Leaf should make a call to the Blackhawks. Inquire about Patrick Kane or Jonathan Taves at the right price. Yeah, we totally
0: did have one that was semi similar. I was gonna say they both would be traded before
1: their contracts end, which is very similar. Um, Trade, I will co-sign that. There's no way they're sticking that round in with that team. So, Mark
0: Lazarus of the Athletic uh, wrote a really great piece. He had a sit down with Jonathan Taves the other day. And essentially, Taze was very open about the situation in Chicago. And he said, look, man, Kyle Davidson said this is going to be a tough five-year process. And, and Taze said he's just not sure if he's ready to go down that road. You know, last couple of years, seeing the amount of turnover they've seen has been exhausting for him. Um, he missed the entire season during the, the shortened 56-game season, came back this year, really struggled. Um, picked it up a little bit later, obviously missed the whole season. So he was going to take a little bit to get his legs under him. And even he acknowledged that to be the case. So he, he sounds as though he's, he's ready to move on, which is strange because he's someone who I envisioned being, you know, a guy who was going to be a Blackhawk for life and who you probably would erect a statue of um, (laughs) outside of the arena there. But uh, I don't know if I would do that with Jonathan Tays. But anyways, um, so you're asking if the Leafs should call inquire. on one of those guys.
1: The Leafs should inquire on one of those guys.
0: I'm gonna no sign it. Like, well, okay, yes, I'll I'll co-sign it that they should inquire because if you can get, you know, Patrick Kane, probably not Tays at this point in his career. Like, that's a big gamble, and and he'd be coming in at five seven five because you can only you know at fifty percent retained. That's still nearly six million bucks, and for what he is at his point in his career, I'm not sure he's he's you know any much of an upgrade on on John Tavares. So, and I don't want to have a six million dollar third line center uh, to be honest with you. Um, so it would be Patrick Kane if there was either of them. And yeah, I'd call and inquire, hey, what's it going to take? And if they can figure out a way to make it work, and there's like a palatable. Offer on the table, then yeah, I think you would be stupid not to acquire Patrick Kane if you can get him at a steep discount. Um, ultimately, I don't see it happening. Like, I think there'll be many more higher offers on Patrick Kane um, that won't include like having to take on salary and, you know, you're not going to get top picks and top prospects. There'll be other teams that are willing to hand out a lot more. So, yeah, make the call, co sign, but ultimately, don't think it's going to happen um be a big big pipe dream for either of those two to end up in Toronto next year.
1: I always said that Patrick Kane would be a decent like would be the exact type of player I would like to bring up front for the Leafs and like him imagine him playing on a line with Austin Matthews.
0: Oh, you got that American connection? It'd be awesome. Don't get me wrong. I mean, and then you could drop Marner back to play with with uh, with Tavares, and you could flip Nealander onto the left side and have him be with J T and Marner, and keep Bunts up on the top line. Or you can maybe have Bunting go down to the second line and put Nylander up top. I mean, look, it would it would look great on paper, but how much money? <laughs> like the cap doesn't allow that to happen at the end of the day, right? And the I just I just don't see it happening. Uh, they don't have the prospects to do it. the prospects capital. Um, and even the picks that they have are going to be pretty low in the first round. I'm sure there's other teams who probably have a much more uh, enticing offer that they'll be offering up for a, a player of the caliber of, of Patrick Kane. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to co-sign if they should call, but don't really anticipate it going anywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Um. Well, I guess I, I you already answered it where I said that both of those contracts will be up. traded by the end of next season. You co-signed it?
1: Yeah, co-signed. Because, like, Jonathan Taves, even during the season, he's been in constant kind of contact with management about what they're trying to do in Chicago. It's clear that they're going scorched, as much scorched earth as they can.
0: Oh, they're going straight, yeah. like... Baltimore Orioles scorched earth. Like, it's it's great. They want to lose 82 games next year.
1: Yeah, and like for Jonathan Taves, like, he doesn't have many years left. Like, he's been through that body's been through a lot. He's dealt with injuries and illnesses. So, you don't want to wait. I I, I guess there's that connection on, like, playing the whole season with one, whole career with one team. I guess that's something that a lot of these guys aspire for, but If his desire is to continue to play for a contending or winning team, then yeah, like I I don't see how that how he sticks around. And even the same for Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane still has a lot to offer, and he's going to be playing with who? Like, (laughs) is he going to be playing with the Colin Blackwell? Like, really, is that where we're going to get Patrick? Like, is that where Patrick Kane's career has gone to? Like, no, I think if you're a team and you're not calling about Patrick Kane right now you're making the biggest mistake because he's, he can help so many teams.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I think there'll be uh, a lot of teams calling and we'll see if that trade comes through the summer. Maybe it'll be a, a deadline type of thing, but um, certainly Patrick Kane, for sure. I expect to be traded uh, before his contract ends. a little less convinced that it happens. It, it hopefully it does, Hopefully, a team comes calling and he can go on a, a long playoff run. But it's interesting with him. You're you're. It's only a one year, so I guess it's not that big of a, a gamble and a commitment. But we'll see if anybody wants to to take a chance on uh, on one more season of Johnny Tays at, at a fifty percent fifty percent tax uh, cap hit. All right, Dave, I think that's going to do it for us here on today's podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Locked On These Podcasts on all podcast platforms and receive a daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow Dave at D underscore Morissuti. Do me a favor, leave a like on this video if you're on YouTube. Also, leave a comment down below your thoughts on uh, whether or not anyone deserves a statue in Toronto. Get uh, get in our comment section and let us know who's right Or better yet, tell Dave he's wrong. Tell him. Let him know. Uh, All right, that does it for us. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we'll chat with you again on Monday. But until then, keep it locked right here on Locked on Leafs.